0: the button
1: has been pushed commencing podcast now i get confused i got all sorts of blippy stuff
0: Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and the fall season of upgrades. Yes. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we round up a few tech headlines that we've noticed in the past week, and someone in this studio has some thoughts he wants to share on some newly acquired gear. Yes, absolutely. We will tease that. We will not tell you which no, gear it is till not. the end. That is coming up as well, so uh, we, we were away for a few weeks. We're back now. happy have you we're been? We're back. I'm doing it. A- all right. I'm doing all right. Uh you know,
1: you know what show I've gotten totally into? Neil Gaiman, of course. Lucifer.
0: Lucifer. Okay. I've
1: gotten into Lucifer. Let me just say this. I talked to a, a good friend of mine, actually co-host of About Men Radio, yeah. Chris Smelly. Oh yeah. And he's looking for the golden age of television. Okay. You know, he's looking at the greatest television shows he
0: can find, since this is like Prime TV watch. So is he going back to like Sid Caesar and Imogen? No, 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 no. no. So I'm he, talking about the at, new shows. Okay, so in this world that we're in, we in he's looking my, for the best of the best. In yeah, come on, TV let's be season. honest. This
1: is this is golden age of television. I don't yeah. care what, you know,
0: Sid Caesar, whatever. Yeah, the 50s can, you know, suck it. Yeah, you
1: know. basically. This is prime TV. Me, on the other hand, I want stuff that just takes me out. You want the comfort food. I of... want the comfort food of television perfectly set. All right. So like I've been watching Preacher, I've been watching all sorts of dopey TV shows, like the you know, the superhero shows. Yeah, the
0: Berlantes. Yeah, all
1: that stuff. And I figured, yeah, let me try Lucifer. Now, bottom line is it's not the best television show out there. I'm going to say it right now.
0: And uh, refresh my memory, this is Lucifer, the fallen angel. Yes, the fallen
1: angel based on the Vertigo character that was created in the Sandman comics by Neil Gaiman. Apparently, Lucifer has his own series of comic Mm -hmm. books, The Whole Nine Yards. And essentially, this is a police procedural. It's basically Lucifer solves crimes every week.
0: Could it be Satan? This is this is Right, for Satan. exactly. Okay, yeah. That type of stuff. Right.
1: And, you know, it's like there are hints of the Sopranos because he goes to therapy. And, yeah. You know, there's a whole mishmash of stuff. It's like Bones. Remember that show, Bones? Oh, yeah,
0: with the they Burianos, even refer- yeah.
1: Yes, they even actually reference it in the show. I mean, they're very self-aware, obviously. All right. It reminds me of Castle, it, you know, CSI, all this stuff. It's not... Peak television. Let's let's be honest. All right, but this
0: is this is your delicious bowl of Fruit Loops in the morning. You're kicking back. Exactly.
1: And you know what? I'm not going to apologize for my television choices, but this hits the spot right now. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. You know? Yeah. So So why not
0: spend it with Lucifer? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Right. You get me, JD. Yeah. No.
0: I'm I'm big fan of the comfort food TV. Yes. I myself watched every season of Highlander back nice. when it was on, in the I very and, nice, you know, and, it, and it's basically the same plot every show. Yes, but exactly same like, plot. The guy was was had a roguish charm. Yeah. The sword work was impeccable. Yes. Uh, the, the locations when they go back and forth to in Paris and, yeah. and Canada, they were nice. And it's it's basically just a bag of Oreos for your brain. You're that's just sitting there exactly hanging it. out. So. Exactly it. You All know right,
1: what? and I'm having fun. So that, that's what counts. So that's the podcast, folks. So, uh,
0: You know, uh, we're out of here. Oh, don't tease like that. We've been away. Well, well, let's move into some news um, News, because there was some bits of news, uh, and then um, we have your super secret review coming up. Super secret. So, as you know, it's fall. Um, It is. It was ninety degrees yesterday (laughs) here in New York, and now it's fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah. So we we just sort of did a little U-turn there, but we're, we're in fall temperatures now. Right. And there's something about the crisp bite of the fall air that makes me feel, I don't know, kind of academic. You yes. see all the kids going back to school yep, yep, with yep, their fresh yep. trapper keepers and their backpacks. Exactly. And, and so that makes me think of academic studies. It does. Um, and there have been a couple uh, this season already. A, a survey conducted July 8th through the 21st of this past summer found that a majority of Americans think social media companies have too much control over the news people see. We've I, talked about this. We've done our own survey and I believe we think this way. I will not disagree. Yes, uh, the study uh, – this particular study was among about 5,100 U.S. adults who are members of uh, Pew Research Center's American Trends Panel. So I guess these people who regularly respond to these things. So they um, did this uh, survey with them. Now, um, in addition to the influence of social media, the study also looked at Americans' perceptions of the biggest problems when it comes to social media and news and the political slant of news posts they see on social media and also which sites they go to for news because that will probably uh, impact what you see in your social media feeds. Of course, yes. As we know. Uh, the study found that 62 percent said social media companies have too much control over the mix of news that people see uh, on their sites. Fifteen percent felt there wasn't enough control and 21 percent thought the level of control was just right. So they probably had other things to think about. Was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So that was sort of the, the overall um, findings there. When it comes to the right mix of news, 55 percent of those surveyed felt uh, – the role social media companies play in delivering the news on their sites uh, results in a worse mix of news, like the algorithms are not giving you enough news from quality sources, or they're not evenly keeled. So that sort of thing. 15% thought the social media algorithms um, made for a better mix of news, and 28% didn't think it made much of a difference. So this was a much longer study, um, and we will post a link to it on our show page. But they're starting to look at this impact as we move closer to – we're always an election season. We but are We always, move yeah. closer to the actual election. Uh, they're looking at that. So we'll have a link to the full uh, Pew Research Report. But meanwhile, over at the Neiman Lab, oh, yes. which is another place that studies these kinds of things. Yes, they do. There was a study of about uh, 1,700 – 1,769 to pre-precise U.S. undergraduate uh, students who uh, found that those who got off Facebook for a week consumed less news and experienced greater well-being, although they did miss the site when they came back. They, they found them themselves kind of pining for it. But getting off Facebook—
1: No pining. There's getting no, pining out of, yes, no pining. Yes. You, you
0: were pine-free. I am pine-free. Yes. So, uh, Well, the, these were college undergraduates, so maybe they yeah, were I still mean, a little more embedded into yes, the whole possibly, social media fabric. Possibly. Uh, Those participating in the study spent a mean time of about uh, 1.9 hours on the social network. So getting all that time back was not insignificant. Uh, About half of those uh, in the study, though, did not seek out alternative news sources. So not so good for traditional media. Correct. Like, oh, if you're not getting it from Facebook, can you please come to the Washington Post? You know, none of that. They just, I guess, didn't look at the news. Maybe that's why that helped with their happiness. I think that might. Now, along with seeing less news, they also uh, self-reported that they did more healthy behavior. So, socializing more in person, exercising, ate out less, fewer impulse purchases. Uh oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they were more efficient with their time. Um, there you go. And they uh, reported uh, feeling significantly less depressed.
1: I'm, you know what? I got to be honest with you. Once I left Facebook, I felt a lot better. Really? You just, I didn't miss my friends, the, the, my quote unquote friends on Facebook. Most of the people I want to interact with, I will reach out to. And say, hey, you know, you want to do X, Y, and Z? Or I'll email yeah. them or I'll text them or something. So I'm still in contact with the people I want to be in contact with. Yeah. But I do feel like I don't miss the site personally. And yeah. again, to your point, these are college kids. So and they're, that's yeah. their world, social media. But uh, I, I really love getting the time back. I'm actually now forcibly trying to wean myself off Twitter, which is harder. Yeah. I mean, I get my bulk of news, like, outrage. On Twitter, so.
0: Yeah, well, on Twitter, because you think, oh, it's only 208 characters, it's not going to take that long. But once you get pulled in, you know, to the upside down... My it's, God, it's a cesspool. It is. Yeah. you got to wear your hip waders in yeah, there. Yeah, I'm trying
1: not to swim in it anymore.
0: Yeah. But, uh, well, speaking of Facebook and news, yes. uh, just jump back a little bit. Uh, the yeah. social network is also expected to launch a specialized uh, news tab with about 200 publications by the end of the month. But insiders familiar with that deal say the company only plans to pay about a quarter of the news organizations for their material. Nice. Uh, yeah. it's. Uh, there's, Facebook yeah. says it's still negotiating with several big publishers and wants uh, news orgs to allow access to all their stories for possible inclusion in this planned Facebook news tab. But some publications are like, no, no, you can have limited access. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. They're only going to pay a quarter of the folks. Yeah. Right? But they want full access to yeah. everything. Yeah. So hence the uh, negotiations ongoing wow, here. That, that That's like
1: stones. They got stones. Yeah.
0: Well, well, the ones that are getting paid, now the licensing fees Facebook is offering range as high as about $3 million a year for national news outlets and then the smaller regional publications, you know, maybe get a few hundred thousand. Right. The contracts, I think, for about three-year period. Mm-hmm. So the ones who are getting paid uh, will make – some coin here. I don't know who falls in the pay-not-pay. The pay. I imagine the bigger ones that have very tight control over their content and have mm-hmm. their own uh, licensing deals and distribution are probably the ones who are playing more hardball sure, for Facebook. Course, yeah. Whereas maybe, you know, your smaller side just wants some exposure because, yeah. you know, maybe they get some ad clicks or whatever. Maybe they're yeah, being nicer.
1: Folks, if you're considering signing the deal, let me just warn you right now, your traffic's going to go way up, like massive spike but then when facebook pulls the plug and they will yes and they flat leave you and they flat leave you you're gonna go under yeah just just i'm just saying
0: you kind of maybe just seen it. Just seen throwing it happen it before, there.
1: yeah. Just throwing it out there.
0: So, so Facebook is dealing with that. Um, they're also trying to get their dating app up to get. Remember, we made fun of Facebook dating mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah. And yes, the Atlantic has a very big story about the Facebook dating app, uh, which we'll link to as well. But the main gist of it is like, who is this for? And then the whole thing says that, well, you'll get better matches the more you go on Facebook and the more they can analyze your personal data and, and match you up with people. Lovely. Whole well, thing kind of just squicks me a little bit, so yeah, you know. But for those who are interested in the progress of Facebook dating, it's there, and the Atlantic has uh, been looking at it. So we'll let them tell that particular story. Are people really that into Facebook? I, I don't get it. I think well, maybe it's just because I'm not on it. But the Youngs have left it. The Youngs are yeah, all about the Snap it. and the yes, TikTok, TikTok and the Insta. Especially, yeah. yeah, I think Facebook is is probably Gen X and up who either take it seriously or, or look at it every day.
1: I saw something the other day. I can't attribute it to anyone, but I just saw it on socials. TikTok is going to MySpace, Facebook. Ooh, that's pretty harsh. But
0: that's a TV guide logline for you. It's quite, pos-
1: quite possible, yeah. TV guide logline yeah. like that. Uh, it's quite possible. I mean, yeah. TikTok. My my daughter especially is
0: obsessed with it. Yeah. Well, and these things are generational too. Yes, they are. I mean, people. Mainstream, like, Time and Newsweek are going to be around forever, and they're they're still there. They're kind of shells of their former selves, but a lot of magazines have gone under a lot of mainstay publications that were sort of the common media that everyone read back in the mid-century. Those are gone now. Yeah,
1: I mean, I just found out today, like 15 minutes before we started recording, that there is a TikTok producer at The Washington Post. Really? Who dresses up in a cockroach outfit, but that's, hey, I don't judge. I don't judge. If you
0: work in DC, you know yeah, I you think know. it does stuff too. Yeah, I think but, it does. Um, I think
1: it does. But all right. they, the
0: Washington Post, yeah, Has
1: a TikTok producer. So
0: all right. I so mean, it is, I think TikTok is making the uh, the play making, here. They're making inroads, yes. as They say. So, uh, but but the, the young still do like the Instagram as far as I can tell. And, I still uh, do too. I yeah, it. it's a, it's a pretty app. <laughs> But for those who do like uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. they are kind of working on some of those anti-bullying features that we talked about a few months ago. Correct. Yeah. Uh, there's this new restrict tool that uh, if you get comments from from someone posting on your stuff that you don't like, you can uh, restrict their visibility so that they can only see their comments, but nobody else sees what they said. Right. So, so helpful little things. So, I guess. Maybe Instagram because it is more visual and people can't post links to incendiary stories. Mm-hmm. It has been a little bit more immune, but since there are humans involved, they will come in and mess it up. And so there always will be. Instagram is trying to uh, give people a way to to take some of the harshness out of the commenting and the bullying that happens uh, with you know posts there.
1: I appreciate it, but I still am very careful of what I post on there. Yeah, mostly, very careful.
0: I mostly post pictures of you know things I see on the street. Yeah, me too. And yeah. pretty much it. I don't post my kids anymore, or very rarely. Yeah. And I
1: ask my daughter's permission.
0: Yeah. No, it's, privacy is a thing. It you know. is a thing. Um, now, uh, in the days of streaming services and cloud storage, it may be easy to forget about TiVo. Remember TiVo? TiVo yes. The little company that put hard drive recording on the map yes, and then they all the did. cable companies got their own DVRs. Yes, and they did. I TiVo always, was I always wanted a TiVo, yes. Yeah, they, well, it had that you could skip the commercials, yeah. it could figure out what you wanted to see. They was, got in trouble for that. Yeah, but, but they they were kind of a brash, young company. They were. Uh, company. They're still here, um, and they <laughs> okay. just announced some new products. Nice. Uh, these include the $350 TiVo Edge uh, for those with antenna-based connections, and the $400 TiVo Edge for those who uh, fork up the money for cable. There you go. Both of these new uh, TiVo recorders have Dolby Vision HDR and Dolby Atmos, uh, in addition to all the, the standing nice. features that they've had before. The antenna edition costs $7 per month or $70 per year, or if you want to... To do that once-in-a-lifetime membership thing, mm-hmm. uh, $250, the cable edition is $15 a month or $150 a year, or if you go in for the one-time lifetime plan, yeah. $550. $550? 550. So, uh, you, that you can, doesn't seem too terrible. Yeah, I mean, this is on top of buying the box, and right, then the services, right, right. is the, the extra. So some people just want to, like, just, just one, one, shot. one and done. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. So TiVo announced its own uh, streaming service, uh, TiVo+. Plus. Uh, and that's out for all TiVo customers in the U.S. Um, so the the hardware that they released, uh, just for, we don't forget here, uh, two terabytes of storage. Um, the antenna version has four discrete tuners and the cable model has six. The Streaming uh, Plus service has a collection of live streaming channels including TMZ, outside TV, Power Nation, and one called Fail Army, which I'm not familiar with. Do I think you, it's a, you, it's
1: just fail videos.
0: Perhaps you have watched some yeah. Fail Army. I'm going to admit it. I love fail videos. Fail videos do make you feel better about yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, America's most – what is America's home video? Oh, yeah,
0: where where the dad always steps on the rake or – Somebody got uh, a shot in the 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 private parts. Yeah. That's – you know, I'm sorry. That makes me laugh. Okay, So Fail Army is perhaps a whole channel of that. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, uh, speaking of fails, um, self-driving car development uh, continues, even uh, with the customers doing the beta testing, which is a little nervous-making. Yes. Tesla's autonomous parking feature is called Smart Summon and allows a Tesla vehicle uh, to leave a parking space in a public area and navigate around obstacles to its waiting owner. The owner has a smartphone app that that basically, you know, turned – I guess it's a remote control for the car. So it's all part of the full self-driving option in a recent software update that uh, they rolled out to the Teslas. So uh, with the smart summons, the owners uh, used the smartphone to summon the car from a maximum distance of 200 feet and within the line of sight. However, uh, many Tesla owners have been posting videos of the summoning experience not going so well, with the summoned cars running into various things along the way, other cars, side of a garage, uh, and some of them also seem to be stymied by pedestrians and other cars as they try to navigate a Walmart parking lot. I have been in a Walmart parking lot Mm -hmm. many times. That is one place you do not want an automated car trying to figure out
1: where it's going. Absolutely not. What is that? That's yeah. craziness.
0: Yeah, So, and, and I don't know if some of you know if they got whacked by shopping carts. Oh, or... let, me, let me let me let me get this straight. So this
1: feature is, I come out of somewhere.
0: Yeah. Say you've got a, a big right. thing full of groceries, and you don't want to go all the way to the parking lot. You whip Th- out your phone. Let's make it more real life for me. I'm just too lazy to okay. walk to the car. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to give you the yeah. Thank of the you. Day.
1: I appreciate that. So you hit this button. And it actually drives the car to you. Yeah. And mowing down pedestrians <laughs> as it goes, <laughs> yes. taking down
0: buildings, but it gets to you. Yes, it, Christine. Here, yes. girl. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Christine it, reference. Nice. It, it's supposed to. Because the self driving cars have the sensors and things and they're supposed to be able to, to navigate to. themselves. <laughs> the it's supposed and I think they're thinking, Oh, this is like a big box store parking lot yeah. with not a lot of, of obstacles in the way. Okay. And they so obviously th- have not been yeah, in the so box so the club. car is supposed to gently come to you, pull up by you, you get in and you go. But no.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can just see all sorts of mayhem.
0: yeah, well, and I guess they've been posting the the Tesla owners who've been affected by this have been sharing some video clips nice. of their experience. Um, I kind of love
1: everything about this.
0: yeah, it's um it, it's little bits of progress, yes. you know, little
1: bits, like, yeah, baby yeah. steps.
0: Now, uh, moving on, um, more progress on a different uh, topic here. A strict online privacy law in California is set to go into effect next year on January the 1st. OK. And it has some big tech companies worried about their corporate profits. This is because there's no federal privacy law that could override the California one and because Congress is a little banjaxed up and, <laughs> and things are happening in Washington. They're not are, really yeah, doing – things are going on there right now. Pushing, they're a little busy. Yeah, they're not really pushing a lot of legislation through – Without a federal law regulating privacy nationwide, technology companies, retailers, advertising firms, and others dependent on collecting consumer data to track users and increase sales— must adapt to California's law. So what's in the California law, you ask? I do. Yes. The Golden State's data privacy regulation uh, will affect any major company with an online presence and requires companies with data on more than 50,000 people to allow consumers to view that data that has been collected upon them. Some may be very shocked to see what has been scooped up. Consumers can also request the deletion of this data, Mm -hmm. and they can also opt out of having their information sold to third parties, which quite frankly is a big business. It is indeed. Each violation uh, by the tech company to not provide the consumers with these options carries a $7,500 fine. Now, while it is only meant to protect California consumers, though, there are a huge number of people in that state. It might even be the most populous state in the union. In fact, I think it is. I, it might, yes. And it's also unclear whether companies would adapt their business practices to work under one set of rules for California and a bunch of rules for the other 49 states. Hmm. Interesting. Yes, yeah, so, so, so that, that could be yeah, something to watch. I'm sure we'll be hearing more about this. Yes, another thing we've been hearing more about, yes. uh, in fact, since last month, Apple released iOS 13 just a few weeks ago, quickly followed by iOS 13.1, yeah, iOS like, 13.1.1, and iOS 13.1.2. Yeah, it's waiting on my phone right yeah. now. Reviewers said the original lease was messy and full of bugs, to put it politely. Just a bit. The Verge reported apps randomly crash when operating them, cellular signals drop, the camera app can be slow, pictures have randomly gotten new dates assigned to them, AirDrop has issues, and the text field flips out sometimes in iMessages. And there's more beyond that. The Department of Defense is also warned of security holes uh, and has telling their employees not to upgrade it because it could leave them vulnerable. Apple is steadily patching this, and there have been so many stories on just the huge amount of uh, problems with this this release that yeah. seem to have been clearly rushed. Forbes goes through and just kind of— knocks it left and right over and, all the things that and are— And you got a little booklet there. Uh... Yes. I and, and, well, the big thing is that people can't sync the reminders with it because one of the things built into it was that it has to sync with uh, Mac OS X uh, 15 Catalina. But that's not out yet. No, Somebody it's not. Somebody can sync yet. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no syncing because it's broken because you have iOS 13, but you don't have the other half that it syncs to. I guess the iCloud gets a little uh, for puts too with yeah. all of this. yeah. And uh, the aforementioned security holes, so it's just this kind of mess. Um, it's a cluster. It's a cluster. Yes, it's a cluster shambles, as they say yes, in uh, Britain. And it's not uh, making a lot of people... And, and I, I've used it, and I find, like, the keyboard is not responsive, and the if I want to tap not, to correct yep. a word, it just hangs. I
1: know f- when I initially upgraded to 13, uh, a lot of my apps would just randomly crash. Yeah. No no explanation. Even after I reloaded them, re-uploaded them, psh, just like... Psh, yeah, gone. and
0: then the next day you see, they're like, oh, there's 75 updates, yes. you know, in the, in the App Store. Yep. Yeah, so a- Apple not really... Um, Making people happy with that one. Uh, the one thing that I do like about it is the uh, feature that you can use where if the caller is not in your contacts list, it goes straight to voicemail. Yes, that's great. That I one like I like that. a lot. I like that one. Um, but, but one out of 900 problematic uh, <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, not, 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 so, not so good there, Apple. Not so um, good. Um, do not better. so good. And finally. And finally also related to problems yes. um, and sometimes maybe feeling like you need to let some steam off. Yes, A hot new video game is topping the charts for the Nintendo Switch in certain countries, but it's not the usual violent shoot-em-up. It's called Untitled Goose Game and tells the story of a perfectly horrible white goose running around harassing people in a little English town. Nice. While discussing the game's appeal with the BBC, the developer said, The goose isn't morally righteous. The goose sits outside of human morality— they aren't causing trouble because it's the right thing to do. They're doing it because they're a goose. They go. You know, goose geese get up in your business. Geese are pretty nasty. Yes, they are pretty nasty. And this, I've played a little bit of this game, and you know, you can press if you play on the PC, you can press the space bar and it honks, and you hear the little padding of goose feet as it nice. runs through the village, grabbing stuff, scaring people. But you did know. you say this was on the Switch too? It's on the Switch, and it's uh, also a Mac and PC, guess, so you can get it through Epic Games. And guess,
1: guess what I'm going to do tonight?
0: Yes, uh, it, and it's it's very and it's got this very kind of bucolic music in the background, uh, and you're in this little English singing, village, and
1: then a rampage, and then there's geese. this jerkwad
0: goose just running yeah. through, and <laughs> you know, you just <laughs> hear this goose. like little feet, and it's like, wah, wah, you know, <laughs> it's 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 definitely something if you just need to kind of unwind. If if you're caught up on Lucifer, Let it me, might be a- there. You go. Let me tell you something.
1: Geese, like I said, are pretty much a holes. Yeah, I'm sorry, they mess up your no lawn offense. and they hiss at you. Yes, they they do and they go after you oh
0: yeah especially with babies around
1: yes i'm sorry
0: but yeah yeah no I'm, i think i think you you might like this and the goose has apparently become a huge hit on social media Where all these it. Goose memes. I don't doubt it. If you don't like the honk, you get a bonk. I mean, it's very... If you don't like the honk, you get a bonk. Yes! Yeah, I love that. It's, it's the thing that I think people just need something light and dumb this to is what take I'm their saying. mind off the
1: world. This is what I'm saying. So I'm yeah. going to go I'm gonna go bonk the honk or whatever the Yeah, so I, well, I'll
0: put a link to the uh, the main page for Untitled of Goose it. Game and the BBC Story for those who have not yet it. taken flight with the goose, nice. uh, who want to try it out. Nice. That's about it for the news uh, in this segment. If you want to know more about all the things we talked about uh, and Including the big list of Apple bugs and the Goose Game, you can find that at poptickjam.com. Up next, El Kaiser has something to share with the class. JD, Edro, I went on a. Spending binge. Oh, dear. Last week. Did you have a new credit card you wanted to try out? I actually did. I had my Apple credit card. Okay. So that's new, too, <laughs> since we last chatted. Yes. I got an Apple
1: credit card, although I did mention it. I think that I actually was in a tunnel, and I actually applied for this credit card in a tunnel. in Actually, in the Holland Tunnel. Uh-huh. I did it, and they, they, they gave it to me. I was under
0: the Hudson Uh when
1: they gave me this credit card. They are
0: that diligent about getting new customers. They are very
1: diligent, or maybe not so diligent. Yeah. Let's be blunt. But, as you know, I have shied away from basically any type of wearable, except for Fitbits, which never really hit it with me. We have like a
0: drawer of Fitbits at home, I do.
1: I absolutely do. And I've kind of been also not... Thrilled with the whole Apple ecosystem lately.
0: Well, after iOS thirteen, there I can't say why.
1: There you go. So, I had a choice. You know, I carry two phones, one for business, one for personal. Uh huh. And I was going to upgrade to the iPhone eleven. Hmm. But again, the the you know the mitosis, the the weird like oh, camera thing, three eyed
0: raven. Yeah, yeah.
1: I couldn't deal with the three eyed raven. So. I'm in a Verizon store Mm -hmm. in New York, and it just so happens there's a Samsung rep who's there. And I talked to her. I told her, hey, you know, I do a podcast, blah, blah, blah. You know, I I, I was very upfront. I'm not really – I don't want to go to Samsung because I don't want the battery to explode in my pants. Yeah. She goes, yeah, you know, I get that a lot. I understand, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I figured – okay, I have to be in the Android camp because of what we do. Yeah. Right? So I have to be aware of what's going on in that ecosystem. Yeah. But I also wanted to get away from Apple. So I wanted to know what the top-of-the-line Android phone was. Yeah. And of course, you know, people have their preferences and all that. Yeah. But for the people that I polled in this Verizon store... Huawei. No. <laughs> Huawei. Huawei. <laughs> they all settled on the, the Galaxy Note. The Galaxies are a very beautiful phone. Well, and that's exactly what I did. So I got the Galaxy Note and the Galaxy Watch. You really
0: went, <laughs> I went uh, in with both
1: feet. You went in with both feet. Total impulse buy. Now, I've always been in the Android ecosystem here. Yeah, check this out. This is the Note Plus, Galaxy Note 10 Plus.
0: Ooh, it's, this is like a shiny Hershey
1: bar. It is. I mean, they, they had different colors, but, I, you know, this one yeah. was at the store. This is the. This retails for over a thousand dollars. I don't even want to know because I took the, uh, the layaway plan, as uh-huh. they say. I'm only Ooh. paying a couple of bucks.
0: It feels it feels much more solid than some of the. That, stuff that's lately. my whole
1: point. Yeah, this is such a beautiful piece of gear. I mean, literally, this is a beautiful phone. It's edge to edge. It's the curved edge that they're famous for. You got the little S pen at the bottom.
0: Yeah, there's no thumbprint button. There's right. no thumbprint button. None of that stuff. It's, Does it do you scan with your face?
1: You don't scan with your face. At least I don't. I'm not aware of it. Like I said, I'm just playing around with yeah. it. Yeah. But there's no headphone jack. <gasps> No headphone jack. It's a USB-C connection. All right. At this point, I believe it's running Android 9. I don't know what it's running. It's running some flavor of Android. This is how much of an impulse buy this was. I didn't even look into it.
0: You just saw the pretty shiny and I had to saw have the it. pretty
1: shiny and I polled people at the place and All say, right. hey, what should I get? I yeah. never do this. And then, like I said a few months ago, that I've been really thinking about dipping a toe into the wearable. So, all right, you know what? I got the phone. They gave me 50 bucks off the watch. I said, eh, you know, what the heck. All right, and this is a
0: Samsung, this is a Samsung Galaxy, Galaxy watch. Okay. And it's
1: connected via Bluetooth to my phone. But the cool thing about this is I can make phone calls on it. It does the step, you know, the step counting. You know, I flick my wrist. It actually looks like a watch. I like that it's the circular and not that... Yeah, that rectangular.
0: Weird was it weird to actually have a piece of hardware on your arm again? It after was. Years of
1: absolutely weird. Very, very weird. Because I haven't. I haven't for years. So it's like, and I used to, you know, you remember I always yeah, used to back wear a the watch. Day, yeah. Yes. And I realized okay, I understand what the appeal is. I understand. Because okay. if I don't have my phone handy, this thing vibrates. I can check my messages very discreetly. It kind of rem- it urges you on to, like, hey, get your fat ass out of the seat and go walk around.
0: I'm talking does not play around. No, that, it does not. Do you not. have to have the phone within proximity of the watch, or are they two separate entities? Two separate entities, because I got this
1: with its own cellular plan, so I can actually make phone calls on this if I wanted to. Full-on Dick Tracy. Full-on Dick Tracy, but, of course, our younger audience doesn't realize what Dick Tracy is. Go look it up. Go Google Dick Tracy, okay? Yeah. Only the best comic strip ever. Yeah. So— I literally was making phone calls just by talking into my watch. Uh-huh. I mean,
0: how cool is that? I know. Plus, in New York, people are like, yeah, he's just nuts. You know? yeah. And But the, the nice
1: thing is, too, that the watch doesn't promise you a lot. It's not promising me 50 million things. There are a bunch of apps that I can do. I can modify what I want on the Galaxy Watch. I want some health stuff. I want to be able to tell time. And I want to get my texts and my messages that I can. Define what the notifications are, obviously. Uh-huh. But the point here is, for me, was that I always believed, again, it's, I guess it's the Apple marketing or whatever you want to call it, that Apple was the top of the line in terms of hardware. This is a beautiful piece of gear. Beautiful piece of gear.
0: Yes, it's well, it's the design is creating an emotion within you that you must possess. Exactly. But again,
1: the idea that Apple... Is the top of the line in terms of design is nonsense these days.
0: Yeah, especially because they lost that dude, you know?
1: They lost that dude, Sir Johnny. Mm-hmm. So the big question is the Android OS.
0: Yeah. It does everything I want it to do. Okay, so it's not pure Android. This is the Samsung it's
1: not, it's the, it's version of Android, Android. Right, it's the Samsung version, so you're going to get all the bloat stuff. But yeah. a, again, even to that point, not as much crap as they used to put on the phone. So this whole
0: TouchWiz ID thing, that's long in the past, long and you're getting in the past, much more of the traditional experience.
1: Absolutely getting much more of the traditional experience. They did it smartly. Android gives me what I want. I can use all the apps that I have mm-hmm. on my iPhone. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing that I can't do on one and the, in fact, there are things I can do. And this is the joke we've always had. Yeah. There's things I can do on my Android that I can't do on my iPhone, at least not until uh, another upgrade. I will for a while continue on both because yeah. it makes sense for me. But after just a week, I could easily see myself just getting rid of the iPhone. There's no reason for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you got everything no you need reason. there and yes. you have the nice, pleasing handset.
1: But the kicker. The kicker. The kicker is that I can add a micro SD card.
0: Ooh, expansion. Up to a
1: terabyte. Terabyte expansion. on your phone. Expansion. This right now is going to be the Note Plus is my media device. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. And the screen is big enough where I can actually watch stuff. Yeah. Comfortably. Now you know that's also a big thing for me. Yeah. This is six point eight screen. 6.8-inch screen, and it's an OLED screen. So pretty, Looks pretty. Pr- beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. Why on earth I would consider just being 100% on the iPhone platform? You know, there's no compelling reason for it. Yeah. There's no. I mean, granted, it was expensive, just yeah. like the iPhone. But you know what? It was a pleasant experience. Impulse buy. Yes, it's not one of these ones where you kind of like regret it. Yeah, when you, it's like, like, oh, what I do? Yeah, yeah, what I do. No, no, I'm actually glad I did it for All a right. lot of reasons. I'm very glad I did it. I'm sure a lot of people are shocked out there. Yes, but you going know, to what? the wearable side. Yeah, I'm going to the wearable side, and I'm on. You know, I'm on Samsung, Android,
0: yeah. Android baby. Yeah, and the headphone jack. we did, you find some headphone? Are you just using them like a Bluetooth head? head no, side
1: with it? I I bought a dongle. All right, so. and I actually will be very shortly. I'm. Taking baby steps. You know, I bought the Sony. Yeah. The Sony Bluetooth headsets, but Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look into earbuds. Bluetooth earbuds.
0: I look forward to hearing the report on that. You don't
1: recognize me anymore, do you?
0: Who are you? Who are you? Now we all evolve.
1: Yes, we do.
0: We do some research and we evolve. Yes, we do. Yes. All right. Well, I, I look forward to continuing your thoughts on the purchase as you weave it into your life. And I am. Maybe say goodbye to Apple.
1: You know what? I'm considering it. Yeah. I'm legitimately considering. I'm not joking. Not this is not just for the show. I mean, it's like, why would I need it? Yeah. Again, my biggest fear though is that you know the security on Android is not as robust as it is on Apple, and
0: most of my
1: and the ecosystem of pretty much everything yeah. is on iPhones. So you know, I might live in both spaces, both worlds.
0: Yeah, Apple. you could also you know have an iPad or some of that. And, yeah, know. it's true. All right, so uh, we, thank you for uh, taking us on this journey with you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and speaking of journeys, we should probably mosey on yes, out of here. Yes, um, we got thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. If you think it, they will build it. And thank you, listeners. I know we've been MIA for a while. Uh, a little bit of traveling, a little bit of life. But uh, we, we are back. When, whenever we have a chance to record a podcast, we will do yes, it. Yes, we uh, will. We just don't win. That is sometimes. <laughs> yes. But until next time, when we're back with more, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Let's go play some entitled Goose Game. <laughs>